If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here's your host, Brian Reinbold. Welcome, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're going to talk about lions. Uh, They're on a mission to serve, and uh, you can connect with us at braveheartsforkids.org, braveheartsradio.org, where you can also find all the past episodes of the show in the show link section, and you can also find a Donate Now button if you'd like to uh, contribute, and if you like the work that we're doing, would like to see us uh, continue that. Uh, we're um, today. My guest is uh, Sherry Fetch, and Sherry is a district governor uh, in Western North Dakota with the Lions Clubs, Lions Clubs International. And uh, when I went to the Lions Clubs uh, website, uh, something I saw about the mission was they're on a mission to serve. And so I thought, that's a good show title. So uh, well, welcome to Bravehearts Radio, Sherry. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Well, and, and uh, you know, we've, we've uh, I guess we've, we've known each other for a long time. And, uh, we, you know, you, you have, uh, you've been a lion for, for, uh, for quite a while. Um, I, I, like to, I like to start the, uh, the show with a story. And the, uh, the, the story uh, that, that, I, that I have at the beginning here has to do a little bit with, with my dad. And listeners to the show will, will recognize uh, stories about uh, Leo Reinbold. And I think it's appropriate. Uh, his, his name is Leo, and he was a lion for uh, most of his life. Oh, cool. Uh, Back when, when I got out of college and uh, was in, in, uh, involved in my first uh, work professionally, uh, I joined an organization called Toastmasters. And uh, I've been involved with Toastmasters since the mid-80s. And my dad was in, a, uh, in the Lions Club that met at the Municipal Country Club in Bismarck. Uh, I think maybe back then they called it Tom O'Leary Golf Course, you know, but the Municipal Country Club and the, the big room is where the Lions met. And then there was a little room off to the side. It was like a board of directors kind of room. And that's where the Toastmasters met. And when uh, I've been involved in Toastmasters and professional speaking for years and years and years. And, and uh, I, I remember something I remember about, about being there is we could always hear the lions singing and they sounded like they were having a really good time. Uh, but, uh, the reason I start with this story, Sherry, is that uh, one of, one of my best friends uh, for my whole life is a guy that I met in that Toastmasters club. And uh, you know him, Steve Moore. Yes, I do. And uh, yeah. Steve was involved in the Toastmasters back then, and now he's now you've got him involved in the Lions. So <laughs> <laughs> he's in my club as a Lion. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so Dad was uh, Dad was involved in that uh, in that uh, Lions club, and um, uh, and I and I remember I always remember that they uh, that they would that, that they'd be singing and. Uh, I, you know, when I've been a guest at Lions Clubs many times, and uh, mostly as a speaker, and uh, sometimes just because uh, Dad wanted me to be there with him, but um, uh, that was something that uh, the, the singing and the, the the old songs, the patriotic songbook, and the the old timey music that they sang was that that was a lot of fun for me. So, yeah, um, some clubs still do that. So that's yeah, awesome thing. <laughs> so, and, and your, your club is, uh, is a Mandan club, right? Right. We, I'm a Dakota Mandan Lion. We have three clubs in Mandan and four in Bismarck and uh, North Dakota, and I am a Dakota Mandan Lion. Yep. It, it originated as a women's club, and it became a couple's club. So now we're about half women, half men. Oh, yeah. So it was, it was a women's Lions club first? Right. They were called uh, Lioness Clubs back at those times, and mm-hmm. 
then they decided to become a Lions Club and include men. So okay, kind of evolved. That's, that's a, a, a different way of evolving, but yeah. Uh, so how long has, uh, has Lions been, uh, uh, I guess, co-ed? Oh, 1987, I think, was when women were um, uh, included in Lions. But way back when Lions first originated, way back when they first started, um, 1917, the, um, they had women in mm -hmm. there. And then after a couple of years, for some reason, I don't know exactly why, they women were eliminated and they had to form lioness clubs which weren't a part of the lions clubs and then but in 1987 they came back as being lions which i think is awesome because it's there to work together <laughs> yeah and you know i've, I've found in so many organizations that uh, that that at one time uh, like the lions club as an example um so many of the leaders and the people that are really doing things are the other women that uh <laughs> That uh, you know, maybe um, uh, you know they're they're um, making up some for for some lost time, but by having not been involved and not being able to participate in in club service organizations and such, that uh, uh, what a, what an opportunity, you know? Right. right. So. Yep. And this organization has been around for a long time, and it's a worldwide organization. It's the largest service organization in the world. With 1.4 million lions, 47,000 lions clubs, and over 200 countries and regions that are serving, so I think that's, that's pretty awesome too. That's just about it. I'd imagine that's got to be just about every country is represented then. Almost, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. 200 countries. I um, we we uh, uh, well. Uh, uh, my my wife Sherry here and uh, and I we uh, and she spells it the same way that you know oh, like, like the wine you know so uh, we we uh, we were talking uh, about it, everything reminds me of a story but we were talking about the uh, uh, the state capitals and uh, you know fifty states and uh, I remember as a fifth grader <laughs> knowing all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and now, yeah, right? I was very sure about it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and now, and and uh, I, 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 I was thinking that, um, you know, when you said two hundred countries, and, I, and I thought, I'm thinking, you know, at some point, my memory tells me that there weren't even that many countries. Um, but yeah, because when uh, when Yugoslavia split up, and when the Soviet Union split up. Uh, there's a whole lot of countries that um, that were, you know, 20, 30 years ago were considered part of some other country. And I bet uh, they've got uh, Lions Clubs in the Ukraine and, uh, yeah, and, uh, and, uh, and yeah, so that's, that's pretty cool. It is. Awesome. And now you are uh, you are the district governor for uh, for the Lions. Um, the how how is the uh, how is the, uh, uh, the how is the situation set up with the districts? Is uh, Western North Dakota is a, is a district, right? Right. So I'm a part of a multiple district, which means there's three there's two states, North Dakota and South Dakota, and there is one um, province in Saskatchewan. So we're actually an international multiple district, and so there's two. Um, province or districts in the province of Saskatchewan. There are two within North Dakota and two within South Dakota. So the western half of the state is District 5 and W and that's what I'm a part of and in charge of. <laughs> so there are six districts within our multiple district. And and so that's a, that's a, covers a pretty good size area too with uh, Saskatchewan uh, uh, North, North and South Dakota, right? Right. Yeah. So when our governors are, you know, we have six governors and we all get together to discuss what's going on with our multiple district. We usually meet in Minot, but lately we're meeting virtually. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So we usually meet in Minot, which is kind of central between North and South and um, Saskatchewan. So that we yeah. can 
you know, gather yeah. and figure things out. <laughs> and have the, have the, uh, has, uh, the uh, have the club meetings gone virtual and uh, as, as well? Some clubs have, and then some other clubs have done things like they all get their cards together and um, are the cards are like six feet apart from each other in a circle. And they're, um, you know, gathering and having their visit like that, too. So they've done it out in the outdoors, you know, or yeah. um, or virtually, you know. So, yeah, there's, I've heard of, of a few ways that they are doing it. I have not heard of any club that's gathered as a club yet because of the COVID-19. Um, mm -hmm. So we hope they can eventually do that again because it's yeah. a lot of fun when we can get together. but. Um, yeah, could still be fun even with virtual. We did trivia the other night <laughs> at the I've, end of our meeting. <laughs> I've seen in in the parking lot, uh, you know, at at, at various uh, parking lots where you know, it's kind of like a, a new form of tailgating, where people literally right. have to drop their tailgates, yeah. and uh, and they're, uh, they're they've got uh, um, almost it's almost like a square dance of pickups or something like that, you know. So, right. Yeah. yeah, that's what some of the rural areas are doing. They're just getting together and having tailgating. That's a great way to say it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that, you know, that, uh, there are going to be some things that, that, um, uh, that are changed. Um, I, I was, I, when somebody says, uh, uses the term that that's, that's going to change uh, permanently. Uh, it seems like, well, Things always change permanently. They might change back, but uh, uh, you know, change is change, and uh, I, I think you're you're we're going to see some things just aren't going to come back in the same way that they were ever. You know, um, you know, business travel and and the way people do meetings is is um, uh, I've I've been finding it's it's so much more efficient. To uh, of course, you know, I'm spending most of my time in the Chicago area, where you know, you're when when you you're talking about going to Minot for a meeting, um, and you can get to Minot quicker than I can get downtown Chicago. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's, it's, it just depends on on um, on what time of day. But you know, going to going to uh, uh, going downtown Chicago might be like going to Beach mm. from Bismarck or Mandan. Yeah. You know? So, um, Four hours, right? For three yeah. hours, you know, <laughs> yeah. And it, you know, for for listeners who are not familiar with the uh, with the intricacies of North Dakota geography, Beach is on the Montana border, and it's about 157 miles from, uh, I guess, exit 157. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's a ways to go, but there is a Lions Club in Beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, and. and I bet yeah. you know what I bet I know some of the people that are in that too because uh, I was uh, I used to do a lot of work in Western North Dakota and travel around. I always love to go to beach and, uh, and call on the businesses there. So we're 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 coming up on a break. Um, we're uh, with uh, Sherry Fetch. She's the district governor for uh, the Lions Clubs for uh, the district Western North Dakota. Lions, they're on a mission to serve, and uh, Sherry in particular, she's on fire to inspire, or a lion on fire to inspire. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about that, and uh, uh, ask you to stick with us on Bravehearts Radio. We'll be back on the other side of 60 Seconds. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. 
Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. You're part of Brave Hearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Brave Hearts. You're listening to Brave Hearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the Mission Specialist. You're tuned into voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're talking about Lion. They're on a mission to serve. Uh, You can connect with us at braveheartsforkids.org and at braveheartsradio.org. If you want to take a look at the past uh, episodes of the show, they're all available by podcast on braveheartsradio.org. And there's also a section where you can donate now if you like the work that we're doing, if you like what Brave Hearts for Kids is doing. Um, A a couple of weeks ago, I was talking with uh, uh, John Blumberg. And John, you know, has been a guest on the show uh, a couple of times in the past. And we were talking about the idea of how how do we handle what we're doing now? What with, uh, you know, I, I talk about a Venn diagram, you know, and, and if you're familiar with the Venn diagram, you know, you've got uh, uh, three overlapping circles. And one of them is always, um, what am I good at? And one of them is, what do I really like to do? And one of them is, uh, how, can I, uh, how can I make a living doing that? And we were, we were, we had this idea that, what if it were possible to just focus on the two things? What am I really good at? What do I love to do? And not have to worry about, can I make money doing that? And mm-hmm. so um, we, we, we feel very fortunate and blessed to be in a situation where we're, we're each able to do that without really you know, having to monetize the idea. And so what I'm doing right now is, I'm offering the retreat work that I do with uh, boards of directors, with the um, uh, corporations and nonprofit organizations uh, for employee engagement as a, as a service, as a free service to the organization, to the people, because I love to do it mm-hmm. and I'm good at it. And, I, and, I, and I'm not going to worry about whether that's what uh, people will pay for. And uh, so I, 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 I yeah, this this last weekend I, I made a, a little one of those Venn diagram models, and at the bottom is is the is the part you know what can I get paid for? Or another way to put that would be what does the world need? And there's there's a quote that I've used over and over and over again uh, from Howard Thurman, and he said, "Don't ask what does the world need." He said, ask, what makes me come alive? And then go do that. And, 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 and I thought, okay, that's, that's the two things. That's the, um, what am I good at? What, am I, what do I love to do? That's, that's what makes someone come alive. And um, I, I, I really believe that if we focus on that, then we find that that's what the world needed after all. They needed us to be the best that we can be at what we're the best at and have fun doing it. And, uh, and so um, I put a note on the board this morning and said, um, what if it were possible to start listening to what I've been telling people all these years? <laughs> Do that yourself, right? <laughs> so um, – don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes me come alive, and then go do that. And um, I, I, you're as as district governor, uh, or maybe your personal motto, Sherry, is on fire to inspire. And the first time I thought that I saw that, I had to comment on that because that is so cool. Oh, how did you. you get the on with that? 
Um, I went to a conference um, way back as a beginning lion leader, and one of the models that came out of that conference was We Are Lions on Fire to Inspire. So um, they have a Facebook page, and I, I'm on there you know, quite a bit with those lions. And they're from all over the nation. And I sent, I said, as I'm district governor, you as a group are who really put me on fire and inspired me to be who I am as a lion leader. May I, can I use that model? Can I use that? And they said, sure, go ahead. So, so I made it my lion's model for my year as a district governor. And I am, I, I really want, people to be able to not only be in service to lions, in service to people as lions, but also to have a passion about really loving what they do yeah. in the process. So that's what it's all about for me. Love what you're doing, just as you were speaking about. Love what you're doing. And, you know, if, you are, if service is what you feel like you really have a passion about, do it well and be on fire about it. So, yeah. <laughs> well, we were a couple of weeks ago. I was talking with Jacqueline Hayes from the Chicago Help Initiative. She started a uh, food program uh, for homeless people about 20 years ago in the city here. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we were talking about the idea of, of service. And um, I don't know if it came about in that conversation or it, it's just something that comes up frequently. And it's this idea of the quality of mercy, you know, the, the old Shakespeare uh, line that uh, the, um, the quality of mercy blessed those who give and those who receive. And so we, we, a lot of times we get just as much out of uh, giving and serving as, um, as, as the people that are, that are the recipients of the, of the service, I think, right? I agree. Yeah, that's part of what makes it a passion is that you are helping others. And by doing that, you feel good about what you are doing, not only in your community, but for the world, you're helping others, which is awesome. <laughs> and there are, there are five major areas of service that lions, uh, that lions really focus on, right? Uh, right. Yeah. We give of our time, talent, and vitality towards five areas of service, and they are diabetes, mm -hmm. hunger, the environment, vision, and childhood cancer. I will point out that vision started really when, in 1925, Helen Keller um, attended one of our um, international conferences and asked us to be Knights of the Blind in the Crusade, crusade Against Darkness. And since that time, we really took on the sight, the vision part of it all. In North Dakota, we have a program called Sight for Kids, in which we do screening of children that are between the ages of six months and six years. And we can help to see if there are problems or issues. And if there are problems, we um, uh, connect them to their doctor to have a follow-up to find out what is if there is and what is there a problem and there have been many kids that have had issues with just sight in itself and needing glasses at a very young age mm -hmm. and you know some of that even cancer related issues but so it's that's been an awesome program and then of course eyeglass recycling we have been doing eyeglass recycling yeah. for years and we have different groups that go to other countries and even in um, areas of uh, America to bring glasses to people that don't have the opportunity of going to a doctor and being able to give them a prescription set for them. So, yeah. So when I, when I uh, recycle a pair of uh, my, my eyeglasses, uh, those will be given to someone that needs glasses with that prescription then? Yes. Because they get red, we, we clean them and everything, and then they get red, and then that, that is written on the package, and they get all packaged up to be able to be sent somewhere. A lot of times we go to Mexico or places such as that, um, and Africa, and um, be able to give glasses to people of need that 
won't get him any other way. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and I, I, I was looking at some old pictures. I, I remember seeing a picture of myself from the 80s, and I'm thinking, you know, if somebody got those glasses, <laughs> they probably uh, – <laughs> Yeah. We thought they looked pretty good at the time, you know. <laughs> so, um, when you mentioned uh, 1925 with Helen Keller, um, I, I have, you know, Sherry, I have a lot of favorite quotes, and one of them is from Helen Keller, and and the quote that I remember from her is, "Life is either a bold adventure or it's nothing at all." Oh wow! I believe it. She lived that, I believe. Yes. And you know, considering the uh, the handicaps uh, that that she had and the, the things she overcame, uh, what a what a remarkable story. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, one of the one of the areas of of service that you have is um, is you know as uh, our our primary sponsor, Brave Hearts for Kids. Uh, pediatric cancer charity uh, yeah. is uh, you know, for sponsor of Brave Hearts Radio. One of the areas of service is is childhood cancer, and um, we're we're gonna we're gonna take another uh, quick break, and then uh, we'll be we'll be back to uh, to talk about uh, the uh, the Lions Club areas of service and uh, and uh, childhood cancer, and that's a, a new area of service, I think, right? It is. It is a new. Just a couple years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so we'll we'll be back with uh, Sherry Fetch of the Lions Club, District Governor in North Dakota, on Bravehearts Radio. We'll be back on the other side of sixty seconds, so stick with us. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. You're part of Brave Hearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the Mission Specialist. You're tuned into voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're talking about Lions, the, uh, the, the service club. They're on a mission to serve. Uh, you can connect with us at BraveHeartsForKids.org, BraveHeartsRadio.org. Uh, if you go to BraveHeartsForKids, uh, check out Spotlight Hope, the uh, uh, service that BraveHeartsForKids provides uh, getting the word out to families that need help. And it's a location-sensitive um, uh, application on, for the uh, smartphones to help families find resources that can help them no matter where they are. Uh, going into the third segment, I always uh, have a, a, a bit of a shout out to our friends at the National Day Calendar, nationaldaycalendar.com, one of the great sponsors of Bravehearts uh, Radio, and um, and of course you uh, you know um, you know you know well our uh, our uh, uh, 
National Day calendar sponsor, Marlo. Marlo, uh, Marlo's a lion too. Yes, so, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> and he was he was on the show a little while back, and I said such nice things about him. He, he told me that he's going to start picking up the phone when I call. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> funny. <laughs> so June first um, is uh, Go Barefoot Day, Hazelnut Cake Day. Heimlich Maneuver Day, <laughs> Nail Polish Day, Olive Day, Pen Pal Day, Say Something Nice Day, and World Reef Awareness. Wow. I, I, I have a feeling that that has to do more with uh, the, the coral reefs than the, the cannabis. Oh, I bet it does. <laughs> I bet but I, you know, I, I think if I were Hazelnut Cake Day, I, I think I would switch to a different day that's not Heimlich Maneuver Day. Just, 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 just the way I see things. So, um, so, uh, one of one of the one of the uh, areas of service for Lions Clubs is childhood cancer, and it's a fairly new area of service. And that, that actually brought us together to uh, 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 going back uh, a, a couple of steps. I guess I'll go back, uh, I can go back uh, many steps all the way back to uh, uh, September 2008 when uh, I ran into Adrian Jacobs at the street fair in, in, um, in uh, Bismarck, North Dakota. You know, and I, I talked about the meeting Adrian at the, uh, at the Buffalo Berry Crepe booth, uh, and thinking, "Wow, that's really different." Because when, when you know, I, I'm so used to uh, having things at street fairs like uh, turkey legs and corn in the cob, and and, and I'm and I'm thinking uh, funnel cakes, you know, and I'm thinking I'm kind of going down the list of things that the lions serve at uh, at street fairs, right? <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> well. Adrian, uh, Adrian stepped up and um, he got the city to, to go along with the idea of having a, uh, a, a river festival for five years. Uh, he got, he started, got that going last year. Now, it's, uh, the first one's going to be in August this year. And um, we, um, we, we got... Um, uh, we, we got started working working with him to uh, you know to help set that up, and I remember getting uh, I think Lois Ryerson sends out a newsletter. I I got a copy of that, and I was reading through that. Um, I suppose sometime last last year last summer, and I saw oh my gosh look at this there's this uh, new childhood cancer area of service with the lions and it, it listed it listed your name <laughs> and uh, uh as, you know, as, a, as a district governor and then loris fryer as uh, the, the contact for that and so i i was in touch with with both of you and loris came to a planning meeting in october last year right. for the um for the river fest and uh, you know we've been we've been working on the idea of getting uh, getting the Lions clubs uh, the, from uh, from the uh, from the Bismarck Mandan area to come to uh, Sertoma Park on August fifteenth and uh, and serve serve their various foods there. You know I don't think anybody's got buffalo berry crepes on the menu this time, but I don't think. And, uh, <laughs> um, and and we you know we just we we don't really know exactly what's going to happen. Um, at uh, in in August uh, at at our at our uh, first River Festival, but uh, I thought, wouldn't it be great? What what if it were possible to have the, the the Lions Clubs participate in that and be a big part of that and 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 be the be the food, you know, because uh, that's something that uh, that they 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 love to serve it. And I know that uh, Steve and the the crew that do the well, that's your club that does the burgers in the park, right? We do, we do. Yeah, that's. That's that's a great area. Yeah. So Burgers in the Park is canceled this year. Our city canceled it. So we can't do Burgers in the Park. So we're sad about that. But so we're not sure at this time if we'll even be able to do food in Bismarck. So we hope we can by that time. 
I hope things are going to be better by then. So we have the district working on the possibility of having a bunch of our clubs come together within the district to do mm -hmm. this project. So hopefully we can get that going and hopefully they will allow us to. That's the thing right yeah, now. <laughs> We've, we've been, I, I, I suppose, planning as, as if something will happen. Right. Um, and then if... Yeah, you, really, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, if you, if you, if you, uh, I guess there, there's two, Helen Keller might have something to say about that, you know, it's like you, you either plan like it's going to happen and do something or, or just throw in the towel now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So uh, I, I agree. It's, Something, you know, we just got to plan for it and hopefully it'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully things will be 10 times better by then. So, yeah, yeah. things could, could be cool. much better by then, but you know, in, 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 and in another year, um, it, you know, we, we'll have, we'll, we'll have been through this and, and, uh, you know, hopefully we'll be back to what, what we would recognize as more normal. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah, people, you know, people will be eager to get out. People will be eager yeah. uh, to, to get back to some of the things that they that they remember and treasure. I think they're already trying to do that or wanting to do that. You know, yeah, yeah. So wanting to wanting to have to escape their houses and their homes. <laughs> well, so. and you and you uh, you leave the house every day. You go to work. Um, yeah. And uh, you're you're in healthcare, right? Yes, I'm a registered nurse, and I work at the hospital hospital in Bismarck, C H I Saint Alexis. So, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And what, what what area in particular do you work in? Um, the surgical services area. Uh -huh. Yeah. And we started not last week, but the week before doing um, regular surgeries again. But everyone has to be tested and negative for COVID-19 before they have surgery. So, wow. yeah. So we're working on that, trying to get back to normal there too, but it's not normal yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I, 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 hear the, I hear the term new normal quite a lot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, here we are. Um, well, you know, for, for the listeners, uh, We'll, I'll, I'll fess up and say we recorded this. This is a, we, we're doing a Zoom conversation here. Uh, you know, this this is the kind of thing that that is, has become uh, the substitute for for actual meetings is is right. Zoom calls. You know, right? And uh, uh, it, it's something that um, uh, I think we're going to see more of it going forward. Where they're, where, you know, where, where people are, are just more used to mm -hmm. getting on a call. And I've been on a couple of them recently where, you know, I got a Monday morning call where there's 50 people on the call. Right. Oh, oh wait a minute. But yeah, I think it's five by five on the screen. You know, that's, that's a lot of people. And you say, uh, you know, maybe get a bigger screen or something like that. <laughs> Um, do you, do, are you uh, are you familiar with how the Lions uh, Club, uh, uh, how, how the Lions organization uh, decided to get involved with uh, the uh, ch childhood cancer as an area of service? Well, I know that um, the in Australia, that's been a thing they have worked on for several years, and they have a fantastic program in Australia, <clears throat> and I think. Because of how um, awesome their program is, um, it crossed over to other clubs and it became a worldwide issue. And, and that is because, too, a lot of donations, when it goes towards cancer, goes towards more adult-type programs than children. Mm -hmm. So that's another reason. but. Yeah, it, it started in Australia. It oh, okay. came over to the entire international lines a couple of years ago. So I think that's pretty awesome too. Yeah, that's that's a, that's great. That's a uh, a, a great uh, story about the the, uh, the way that something like that can get going too. Mm -hmm. um, 
Have Have you uh, had a, a connection with uh, with uh, childhood cancer? We have a couple of families within our community that have children that have cancer, and we help to. Um, they go to Minneapolis quite frequently, and we um, help to pay for gas cards. We help to pay for other needs that they would have in order to help support what they're doing because that gets to be quite expensive. Yeah. Yeah. We do have a couple of families in the area that, you know, we're glad we can help them. Yeah. Well, you know, like in the, in the Chicago metropolitan area, you know, somebody has to go uh, to like Lurie hospital downtown, for example, you know, that parking is $20 a day. Mm -hmm. No. Wow. Yeah. I, I was. I remember the first time I came to Chicago about ten years ago, and I, we went out to went out to dinner and, and went out, went downtown and and uh, pulled into a parking garage and I, I tried to maintain my cool. Uh, you know, it was eighteen dollars for parking in the evening, and I'm thinking <laughs> I could get six tickets in Bismarck for that. Mm -hmm. You know, back when the you know, a ticket was three bucks. Yeah, I've <laughs> up a little bit since then, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, I understand. I get it. I have a brother that lives in Chicago. I've been in downtown Chicago. Yeah. It's cool. Like, neat place to be. Yeah, it's a it's a cool place to be. I haven't been down there, you know, in in, uh, in in quite a while now because um, you know yeah. everything Everything that, uh, that that I would go downtown to to do is is shut down, and uh, the people that that uh, that you know that we know um, that that work downtown, there most people are working from home. I know, yeah. it's, it's a whole new different way of life. Yeah, and it, you know you you walk around the neighborhood, you think, and you know we we live across the street from an elementary school, and and you and you think. Uh, you know, in in April, you're thinking it's summer already because there's no no school going on, and there's families with kids walking the dog and stuff during the middle of the day. Right. It just it looks like summer vacation in in April and May. Oh, yeah. and, um, well, now it's now it's heating up a little bit. So, um, so what what is uh, what is coming up now with uh, with the Lions Clubs? That uh, uh, you've got a you've got a birthday celebration this, this coming weekend. We are, um, for the first time, it's actually um, June 7th is Lions Clubs International Birthday, and mm -hmm. uh, the district governor from the eastern part of the state, Kathy Clemens, and I um, got together and decided, why can't we celebrate as a state and, and proclaim North Dakota Lions Day on June 7th, and so that we're going to have our first annual North Dakota Lions Day. Um, we have submitted it for a proclamation to the governor. We hope we can get that um, approved. I just had an email today to get asking a couple of questions, so hopefully that will happen. Um, so we're working on that. And, um, yeah, North Dakota Lions Day, first annual, June 7th. And, you know, before this COVID-19 started, a lot of clubs were planning to do, like, um, you know, uh, pancake breakfasts to celebrate, mm -hmm. you know, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So our club is doing it, celebrating it on the 6th, Saturday, and we're having a kite fly for, we have a kite fly for pediatric cancer research for the past two years. We're doing a drive-by kite fly this year, and we're going to celebrate North Dakota Lions Day with a drive-by kite fly for pediatric cancer research. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. I like it. You know, and we we have this uh, we have this philosophy with Bravehearts Radio: doing good anywhere does good everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so you know, when when uh, you know you have a kite fly for pediatric cancer research, well, Bravehearts for Kids doesn't doesn't do uh, research, but we we know that that's such an important part of things. Right. Uh, you know, people will, will will ask, you know, do you do you, do you support St. Jude? You know, well, yeah, of course. You know, we 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 love the the research uh, arm of of things because what what, uh, what we've seen with uh, a statistic that I'm aware of is that uh, uh, a generation ago, four out of five children who got cancer died. Yeah, and th there was very little done at that time. Yeah. yeah. And now, now um, 
well, I remember as a kid, you know, it's like, well, uh, leukemia, that was, that was a death sentence, you know, right. and, uh, you know, it's no picnic now, yeah. but, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's certainly not, uh, you know, it, it's, it, it's one of the more survivable uh, forms of, of cancer. And I think eight out of 10, you know, four out of five kids that get cancer survive. It's, uh, and so yeah. much of that is because of good research and um and then so what you know great parts for kids what we do is we we don't do the research we um we provide the resources so that people can be connected with services mm-hmm. and get help in other ways you know um in in a way it's it's like saying well research helps people in the future more than people that have it now. Right. You know, You're so. right. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there are two, there are two groups that, uh, that, uh, that need the help. And then, you know, then there's the, the people that, that have been through it and, and it's, 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 uh, uh, one of the, one of the things about, uh, childhood cancer is that when, when, a, when a kid gets sick, the whole family gets sick. That's right. It affects everybody. Yeah, and to have uh, resources and services that, that that they can all use to um, uh, to be well. So, mm-hmm. well, uh, we're uh, coming up on our our final break for the day, and then we'll be back uh, with uh, Sherry Fetch from the uh, uh, Lions Clubs and uh, on Brave Hearts Radio. Stick with us, and we will be back with you on the other side of sixty seconds. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. You're part of Brave Hearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the Mission Specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're talking about Lions, Lions Clubs, uh, just uh, uh, lionsclubs.org. If you want to find uh, Lions on the web, uh, they're on a mission to serve, and uh, with uh, uh, District Governor Sherry Fetch from uh, Mandan, North Dakota, the... um, uh, the district governor and uh, uh, her her motto for uh, lions is uh, is uh, a lion on fire to inspire. Yes, <laughs> that I am. I love it, and you um, uh, and then uh, lionsclubs.org. dot org. That's uh, that's how to find uh, lions clubs anywhere in the world. And uh, you know we have listeners in seventeen countries and seven continents. Uh, Ireland is still number two. Uh, one of these days, we're going we're gonna to be able to get over there. We've been planning a, a thought leader summit in Ireland, 
and uh, with the travel restrictions, we had to we had to kind of postpone those uh, some of those plans. But uh, you know, if you want to, if you're in Ireland, uh, or if you're in the Ukraine, or if you're if you're in uh, anywhere in the world, you can uh, go to lionsclubs.org, and uh, there's a there's a club finder. Just let them know where you are, and they'll help you find a club nearby for you. Um, they're, they're on lions are on a mission to serve, and and the, the motto is we serve. So. That's our motto. We serve, and you can serve your communities in so many ways. Yep, so many ways. Right now, there's um, uh, uh, a couple of the schools, a couple of the elementary schools that are serving the community because um, they're used to, you know, uh, distributing food and that kind of and products and that kind of stuff to some of the families in the community, and they are still continuing to do that even though the kids are having school at home. They're still boxing up food and other commodities for families in the in our area. So. And, and that happens everywhere. There, yeah. That's been a big thing since COVID-19 has started, for sure. It's getting food out to people that need it. So. And, you know, there, there's five areas of service, but uh, uh, lions serve in, in a lot of areas above and beyond those areas, too, right? So, yeah. These are our focus areas. The diabetes, hunger, environment, vision, and childhood cancer are our focus areas. But there are so many other ways that we can help serve the community. So any in, in your area where there's a need, you can help. Yeah, and well, when you describe the situation in Australia where they, they had, uh, uh, you know, at, I suppose prior to adding childhood cancer, there would have been four areas of service. And, and the folks in Australia, they really got going with the um, uh, childhood cancer and, and then uh, that carried that over to make that uh, an international area of service. Right. So. right. Yeah. Came such a, a great need. It's such great need that needs to be addressed. Well, it seems like there's a, a, a good deal of interrelationship between some of these areas. Because I know diabetes and, and vision uh, tend to have uh, some of the same um, uh, concerns and, and impacts. Right. And then doing stuff for your environment, that's something we all do. We all try to, you know, recycle and whatever we can to help our environment. Plant a tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I was out for, out for a walk and t I ran into a, a lady with a couple little girls that were out for a walk and we, we talked for a while. And I don't know how we got on the subject, but uh, I remember um, in, when I was right out of college, uh, had a job. Uh, well, I was right out of my freshman year of college. I wasn't even out of out of college altogether. But you know, I had uh, had a job working for a nursery uh, between uh, Moorhead, Minnesota, and Rothsay. And, uh, you, you know about where that was. The Rothsay is where the giant prairie chicken is on the side of the road. Yes, there's about, about thirty eight miles, and and you know, uh, what we were doing is we were planting trees along the side of the road. And and now you know at that time it was like you know they're you know trees about the size of your wrist you know that and uh, you know twelve fifteen feet high now those are big trees mm. now you know forty five years later you look and you go oh I now now I get it you know so uh, yeah so it's starting to fill in and be shady and be uh, you know like tree lined highway there. Uh, yeah. That's I remember telling the, those little girls that we were talking to that um, there's, I think it's an old Greek proverb. It says, uh, uh, a winner is someone who plants trees in the shade of which they will never sit. Oh, yeah. Because it's for the future. And every, it is. Every tree is for the future. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that that's that's something I I I see in in the idea of service, uh, being on a mission to serve and uh, being on fire to inspire. It's like uh, a lot of a lot of what we do, a lot of what you do, Sherry, is is for the future, right? That's true. Yeah, yeah. We try to do things in our community that will help the future. Currently, it helps people that are in need right now too, but. 
because of what we do now, we are helping those in the future too. That's very true. Yep. There and, are so many needs out there. <laughs> and there's um, there's something I sh- I should um, I should mention to our listeners that uh, Lion Lions Clubs um, typically uh, adult organizations, you know, service clubs, business people, professionals, and and uh, you know, moms and dads and stuff, but there's also the Leo's organization. Yes, yes there is. Uh, in, in high school, usually. Yep. And that uh, promotes leadership and service for high school students. Now, is that uh, is that worldwide, too? It is. It is worldwide. Yes, Leo clubs. Is, we have, uh, in our district, we have four different Leo clubs. So one is in Williston, one is in Mandan, and mm-hmm. one is in Bismarck. And then we just started one this year in um, Beulah, Beulah, North Dakota. Oh, in Beulah, all right. Yeah. So, and how do they start a club like that? So you have to um, go, of course, talk to the administration and explain that the whole purpose of this is to do service for your community, service for your school, that kind of stuff to help kids have, to instill in them the idea of service. And, um, you know, usually they will support that idea when you have a representative. There's a Lions Club that supports the Leo Club, so you have a representative or two from the Lions Club that's helping to support the leaders, become the leaders, the Mm -hmm. uh, sponsors of that Leo Club. And then um, they have the same... They have a president, secretary, treasurer. They have the same um, uh, uh, organizational uh, foundation. Mm-hmm. And they learn then, um, you know, as a president, secretary, and treasurer, and having a, a board to make decisions, they learn those type of processes too. But, you know, it's like this new Leo Club in Beulah. They, before COVID, they were um, giving um, Christmas presents to uh, uh, people in the um, ah, nursing homes. They were out helping older people shovel and that kind of stuff. That a lot yeah. of kids that were doing service within their community. That was pretty pretty awesome. So that's that's what it's all about. Yeah. Trying to serve your community as a as a young adult, really. So. Well, it, that passes over into their adulthood. That's what yeah. the goal is. Yeah, a, a good, a good, uh, uh, a, a good start for uh, for their uh, for a lifetime of service, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a, a kind of wrap wrap up with a, a quote from my, one of my favorite people, Albert Schweitzer. Oh, he said, <laughs> he said, I don't know what your destiny will be. But I do know that the only ones among you who will be truly happy are those who have sought and found a way to serve others. Wow, that's awesome! I love that. And and I I I've loved that for that I, for you know for forty years I've been an Albert Schweitzer fan. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, that that those who have sought and found a way to serve others. That's, that's what uh, the basis of, uh, of truly happiness. Um, that's what lions are all about. <laughs> yep, that's exactly right. I thought that, uh, you know, the, something for the, for the next generation there, uh, we'll, uh, we'll uh, leave that with our audience. So, you know, Sherry, it's, it's been, uh, it's been a, a real pleasure to, be able to talk with you on on Bravehearts Radio this week. It, it's amazing how the time flies when uh, when you're having fun. Um, and I want to thank our audience for joining us this week. We have been talking about Lions Lions Clubs on a mission to serve with uh, Sherry Fetch, and she's the District Governor for Western North Dakota with the Lions Clubs. Um, we're here on Bravehearts Radio on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember to check out BraveheartsForKids.org and please consider donating now. Uh, also, you know, go to lionsclubs.org and see about uh, how to become a member of Lions and uh, maybe start a Leo's organization for the young people on their way up in your community. Um, 
If you are interested in our video mission building workshops, uh, please email me at missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org and plan to join us every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Next week, we will be talking about the summer of abundance and what you can do right now (laughs) to be of help. Remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere. We'll see you next week. Until then, be well, stay well. Thanks again for joining us this week for Brave Hearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time.